All right, welcome back to Movie Matrix. And as always, my name is Jordan. We got Matt. Yo, yo, yo. We got my dad. What's going on? And we're back finally with an with a regular episode. We're just doing our regular stuff today, trying to get back into it. And the yeah. next the next episode will be a special one, somewhat. So, um, you guys ready to do some recommending cautions? Yeah, man. Do it. All right, let's get into it. I'm warning you. Yes, that's awesome. Is this bad? Is this bad? No, don't like that. Shut, shut your, shut your mouth. All right, so the, for the first round, I'll go ahead and start because I'm talking anyways. Um, we watched this movie. This so this movie is a movie that I expected not to be very good. Um, but I like the main actor. He's been in a couple of things I really like. He's been in a big series, two, one big TV series, and one big movie series and and his name is Dylan O'Brien and so oh, okay. um we we watched Love and Monsters right and so this movie is kind of like it was marketed badly I think for the movie that it yeah, was not great not a great marketing so but I was like look I watch almost everything Dylan O'Brien's and he's great in the Maze Runner I liked him in Teen Wolf you have a weird um, crush on him don't you me and my wife both do I like clearly him. <laughs> American, my wife and I both do it's um, okay American Assassin is not the best movie but he's really good in it so <laughs> uh, anyways just kind of his thing so um, Love and Monsters, it's, I'm going to read this, just a synopsis of IMDb and then kind of go off it. Um, it's in a monster-infested world, Joel, Dylan O'Brien, learns his girlfriend is just 85 miles away. See, it sounds dumb. Um, to make the dangerous journey, Joel discovers his inner hero to be with a girl of his dreams. Cookie cutter sounds dumb, right? It does. And okay, well, like it sounds said, super dumb. I remember seeing the trailer thinking, I don't know about that. Me either. And he also he also picks up like a dog sidekick, like every apocalyptic movie. I'm like, okay, whatever. So, But no, this movie is actually, the way it's... The way it is done, it's kind of like it's almost meta. It's kind of like it knows itself. It's very um, comedic, and it's, it's very uh, uh, zombie land esque. It is, it yes. is, and so he kind of like he talks. Really, he does the uh, Dylan O'Brien is talking over it. You know, he does all the narration, kind of like um, Jesse Eisenberg does in Zombieland. And then another thing is the monsters. I expect the monsters to be very dumb looking, but they act, it looked like they actually spent their money on the monsters more. They got Dylan O'Brien. That's all they had to pay. <laughs> so there's not another name in this that's like even close to mid tier. And Dylan O'Brien's pretty mid tier. Yeah. Um, Ma- I think um, Maze Runner's kind of in it. Um, there is what? Uh, um, doesn't Michael Rooker show up? Is he, he the one I'm thinking of? Michael yeah. Rooker's in it, but I mean, he's marketed more in the more in in it than he is in it. Does that make sense? Like he's marketed yeah. in it. He's a good character. Yeah, not a not a not a big role, but yeah, it, it he helps him job. on his way. Okay. okay. So Dylan O'Brien. This, so he's d- like Obi Wan. Basically. basically. So yeah. Dylan O'Brien <laughs> is. Um, a wimp. All, all, basically, what happens is monsters are monsters arise um, from which I didn't know. Let's go into the movie. I don't think it's much of a spoiler, but they monsters basically arise. There was a nuclear, basically, type war thing, and what happens is the radiation doesn't kill anybody, right? What it does is instead it makes every bug okay a lot bigger. That's so. Those are the monsters. They're not actual monsters. They're just they're insects. Like massive insects. And, ma- massive. That's actually and, kind of interesting. But also yes. like, also like, there's a big giant frog. Yeah, I, I mean, thought it was so just going to be like extraterrestrial aliens. No, it's like amphibians and insects. Not many. There wasn't any big animals as far as like dogs and cats. Dogs are the same. He has a dog yeah. psychic. But it would like, been awesome to see like a forty foot tall cat. It's like big. It's like a big slugs, big um, frogs, um, big ants, and some of them are very hostile. All big, kinds of huge, crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah. millipedes. Some are hostile, some are nice, you know? But what happens is they start basically wiping out the human race because, you know, they want to eat. And so yeah. all, all, so everyone goes kind of underground, right? So that's kind of where you're at with Dylan O'Brien. He's, he's He can't fight. This dude can't fight. He sees his mom and dad die in front of him. Happens in the trailer, so I can say it. Um, 
I don't want to spoil too much this because there's not a lot to it, but it's a very good story. So um, it was just kind of a pleasant surprise for pleasant, you. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, and you follow him. He decides he hears his girlfriend on the radio. He's like, "I'm gonna go find her." 85 miles, and the guys go, "Look, you can't make it." Like, just walk 85 miles? Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, dude, okay. yeah, like, dude, you're gonna die. It's been like seven <laughs> years since, yeah. and so like basically seven it's years like, since he saw his girlfriend. Yes, yeah, and all this it time skips, and so. Basically, it's like Walking Dead now, where there's no fuel, <laughs> and there's he, no way to yeah. get anywhere. And he kind of holds this flame for her because he really has no women to choose from. Yeah, he, everybody. <laughs> it, it, it even says the he's beginning. He's so lonely. <laughs> he is. It is at the very beginning. Everybody underneath has is a couple but him. So he's like the thirteenth wow. wheel. Because it was like the 13th. 13th yes. wheel. So, anyways, so then you f- you get a journey, okay, of him walking along. That's when he meets up with Michael Rooker. He finally he, he has to fight a. A monster, he makes it out. Um, a dog basically saves him. That's where he gets the dog. The, um, and that's a very good scene. The dog kind of lives by itself it ha- in a bus, and it actually has little traps for him to get in and out of the bus. The dog is very smart. Okay. Um, and then you kind of have like this interesting dynamic. And then you, you he goes, and he has to find his girlfriend, and then there's twists and turns that they throw at you that aren't the, the hardest twists and turns to see. But this movie was pleasantly surprising. I thought... For sure, I was gonna be like, if we, I didn't know if we were gonna review it and we're not, um, because obviously, but it was one of those movies that I was like, well, I'm gonna watch to see if we should review it. Yeah. And after watching, I would have preferred to review it, but then COVID happened, so we didn't do it. But um, I would think I would have been thinking this is a DD plus movie. I'm just gonna watch it because I like Dylan O'Brien. I do that all the time with actors. Like I'm like, well, this movie's not gonna be any good. Well, actually, one that I'm gonna talk about later. Isn't very good, and I watched it because of an actor. In <laughs> this it. is gonna be terrible, but it's got Jake Gyllenhaal. Exactly. In it, so. it was, I don't know. Prince of Persia. That's the only movie I can think of that's bad with Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> anyway, so, um, but I went into it thinking I'm not going to like it. Now, this is a full recommend for me. Oh, really? Um, okay. on, IMD, on IMDb, it has a seven, so it's well-liked. Uh, I think seven is very, it's very generous. I'd give it, I, I thought it was I gave it a well seven. Deserved. Seven, to, eight. From yeah, the beginning. If it was a 7.5 IMDb, that's exactly where it would be for me. You know what I mean? If this is okay. not one. I feel you. Um, but no, this... I don't want to give too much away because I said it's a very interesting story. It's, it's by the books a little bit. You know, he's he's got to overcome his fears of being eaten alive by big ants or big whatever. Um, there's a futuristic aspect of it where, like, there's these robots um, that are supposed to basically help mankind, and that's a really good scene. Um, and just you start feeling bad for him because he doesn't have anybody except for this one girlfriend. And, and then, then, you have to, then you have to think, well, what if this girlfriend doesn't even like me anymore? It's been seven years. They haven't yeah. talked. So, so there's that dynamic. So if he even gets there or once he gets there. Um, and it ends in a very good way to where they, I think they're, they're wanting to make another one. They didn't think it'd do well, and it's done pretty well. For itself, and it set itself up to make a new one, and it even has like that Nez the Classified School Survival Guide type thing. You know, what I'm talking about Nickelodeon. <laughs> the whole time he's 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 about. an artist. The whole time he's making a a book on how to survive on top because no one's been on top really to survive. So he's like writing down what plants you can eat, stay away from this monster. This monster's not bad. He'll actually he won't hurt you. This monster will. You know, I don't know. It's just an overall good, well well told story. Hmm. And it was Dylan O'Brien's a great actor. I think. Daddy even said that if he had watched this before we recast it back to the future, he would have cast Dylan O'Brien as Marge because yeah. he's got that comedic timing to him. Water. Right. <laughs> I didn't even think it. about it myself because I should have probably, but I didn't. I still and I wouldn't it. have had I not seen this movie. He's, I he know was, what you mean. You didn't he know was, he had those kind of he was. He was funny. He was, he was just, it was, it was, he just did such a good job in this, this role. He's kind of like, uh, he's kind of like that in Teen Wolf, like oh, okay. the TV series. But anyways, um, no, full recommend. Definitely go watch this. Um, it's out on DVD, Blu-ray, and 4K at this moment as we speak. So definitely cool, go watch it. Cool. Okay, pick me next. Go ahead. Awesome. Uh, strangely enough, this might seem kind of ridiculous, but 
I'm actually I'm going to talk about a TV show. That's not the ridiculous part, but I'm going to talk about a TV show that's like seven years old. Might be kind of irrelevant. Jordan already knows what I'm going to talk about. So the TV show I'm going to talk about is my wife and I binged it. <coughs> um, it's on Netflix. My wife and I binged it a couple months ago, and that is Hannibal from. It originally aired on NBC back in 2013, and it's basically a prequel series exploring the life of Dr. Hannibal Lecter pre-Silence of the Lambs and Red Dragon and all that. Um, and the show stars Hugh Dancy, Lawrence Fishburne, and Mads Mikkelsen as Hannibal. And the show is grotesque. <laughs> it is hard to watch in parts, but it is one of the most brilliant shows I've seen the last decade or so. It's, I don't know if it's up there with like Breaking Bad or anything like that, but it's a very, very well executed show. It has all the performances in it are absolutely incredible. They're all top tier. Lawrence Fishburne's great. Hugh Dancy plays Will Graham. He's excellent in it. Um, but Mads Mikkelsen is the one who really, really steals the entire show. Now, it's his own show, but um, he's the one who really steals it. The show is, I don't want to say too much about it because it's just an interesting crime drama. It ha it's a crime drama, basically, is what it is in its roots, but it has a lot of horror elements to it. The entire series almost has like a high quality art house horror feel to it um but it is strange it is weird it is hypnotic it is psychedelic in points um it's a very strange show it has absolutely how do i put it it has like icy captivating cinematography like every single episode is gorgeous um, and it's just a very, very well-written, well-executed TV show. Um, it only lasted three seasons. Not a, not enough people talk about it. That's why I wanted to talk about it right now with you guys. But um, it's one of my favorite shows from the last few years. I really don't have any major gripes with it. I mean, you know, just like all TV shows, some episodes are better than others. But um, as a whole, it's an excellent show. Um, razor sharp writing. It's just genius. And I feel like more people need to watch it. Like I said, it got canceled after three seasons, but if you watch all three seasons on Netflix, you're not going to be disappointed with how it ended. Um, but yeah, it's, I know Jordan's kind of watched some of it. Um, we watched but the first season and a little bit of the second. Um, no, that's it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we just kind of we're really me and my wife are really bad about starting a show and then like well we were watching it during our quarantine so yeah I got and then we got out of quarantine and then life happened again so we haven't had much time but we, we're pretty bad about watching a half of a show and just quitting it not I because understand. I don't like it just because I just I understand what you're saying it it took it took me and my wife probably like three or four months but we watched all three <coughs> seasons of it um and it's baffling how the show gets away with as much as it does. It aired on NBC. Like it wasn't some it wasn't like a Netflix show where they could show all this violence and stuff, but I mean it's baffling how how gruesome and how grotesque some of the some of the stuff is in the show, but um but like I said, it's just it's just oddly beautiful. I mean, it's just it's just a beautiful show to look at. It's written brilliantly. All the performances are great. I can't say enough good things about it. I just think more people should watch it. Um, since then, it, my wife and I liked it so much, we went and rewatched Silence of the Lambs. We rewatched the movie Hannibal with Anthony Hopkins and Julianne Moore. Um, we've just been on this kick. And um, yeah, it's just a great show. I think more people should check it out. Don't have anything else to say <laughs> about it. That's all <laughs> I have to say about that. 
All right, I guess uh, I'm going to do the new Gerard Butler movie, Greenland. He's got to, I mean, uh, before you get into it, he's got to stop doing these type of movies. What? Geostorm <laughs> Blue. What, well, Gerard, yeah. Gerard Butler? But this one, this one wasn't as bad as Geostorm. Is it Greenland Has Fallen? Is it just called <laughs> Greenland? <laughs> he's done five of those. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's Greenland. Okay. I so that was my that's my only joke about House Fallen. He's got he's got four and a fifth I one coming. There's another one coming. There's another Fallen coming. It's a it's a it's a uh, disaster natural disaster movie. Of course. Okay. See John Garrity, who is Gerard Butler, his estranged wife and their young son embark on a perilous journey to find sanctuary as a planet killing comet hurdles toward Earth. Amid terrifying accounts of cities being getting leveled, the Garrity's experience the best and worst in humanity as the countdown to the global apocalypse approaches zero. Their incredible trek culminates in a desperate and last-minute flight to a possible safe haven. So if you've seen 2012, <laughs> you've seen a lot of or this movie. Deep Impact? So what? Is it yeah, like it's Deep a Impact? combination of the two. Okay. Is it good? <clears throat> it's really, it's really not bad. Oh, uh, if you've seen Geostorm, you're gonna think, "Hey, this is a great movie right here." Uh, Geostorm. Oh gosh, really? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh no. You know, oh the, no. Are you saying that you're gonna think Greenland is a good movie compared to Geostorm? Oh, I took oh, it as okay. you thought. Absolutely, Geostorm would be good compared uh, to Greenland. Geostorm okay. sucks. Yeah, Geostorm does, does kind of. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, is Geostorm the one with Gary Oldman in it? I'm sorry, or is that what Gerard Butler movie is that? Is that Hunter Killer? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Never mind then. It's all the same. Different movies. Gerard Butler has some massive student loan or something. That's why he makes all these garbage (laughs) movies. Hey, it's he's no Nick Nick Cage. Nick Cage. Don't you dare Um, speak (laughs) of him. (laughs) So anyway, okay, this is this comic coming toward Earth. The world leaders tell everybody that it's going to break up and nothing bad's going to happen. When the first part of it hits it's supposed to hit in the ocean it doesn't i think it takes out florida pretty much takes, takes out a whole city of course it does. say a dolphins <laughs> takes out a whole city in of course florida. It's florida i don't i don't remember what city but it takes it out completely and they're having different you know touchdowns in different parts of the world and and what what's actually happening is the governments know that it's a, a planet killer pretty much a population killer and so they have secured locations in Iceland that for for certain people to to go. And what it is, it's a lottery that blows. And so they have put people's names in this lottery, and whoever comes up, you're going. Where I never go, I never win okay. anything. <laughs> <laughs> now, Gerard Butler's name comes up. So his wife and his son get to go with him. I was gonna say, does that mean only him? No, <laughs> that was suck. Wife, his family. <laughs> Sorry, Timmy. So his wife and his son gets to go with him. They finally make it to the the air pl- airport where they've got to take off from, and it turns out since his son has asthma, he can't go. So that means none of them can get it and can go. Asthma. Oh, okay. Anybody, like, anybody just, who has any type of chronic disease, any kind oh. of tr- illness. Oh. Okay. Is automatically Sorry, taken off the list. Yeah, you just left Timmy at home. Like, well, we're still gonna go. So, well, <laughs> <Roll> credit. <laughs> so, during this this whole thing, they decide, okay, well, Gerard Butler has heard of a plane that's gonna be taken off from Canada to head mm-hmm. to the promised land, and so he decides he tries to get family there, and they're you know. So, like I said, if you've seen 2012. You have pretty much seen this movie. Okay. This there's, <laughs> you know, it 
and but uh, but I will does say, John, does John Cusack show up? He does. Cool. In his in his limo. Can you imagine? <laughs> I'm gonna talk about John Cusack here in a little bit. Um, <laughs> but the the effects were really good. I mean, they did not they did not skimp on the effects. Well, was, that's good. It was it was really good, especially when you know when the fires come from the sky and you know it's just it, and they did a really good job with fire it. Fire coming from the sky. Sweet. I guess a comment. Fire in the sky. Well, you said it broke up, so I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So it's breaking up all over the place. Oh, okay. I got you. So they're landing everywhere. Falling now. Okay. But, like I said, have you seen that? Have you seen Deep Impact? You've pretty much seen this movie. But it's not a bad movie. I mean, I thought they did a a decent job with it. Uh, If you enjoy those type of movies, you're going to enjoy this. I was going to say it's not bad, but it's just it's just okay. Right. It's just okay. I'm not (laughs) real big on the. Natural disaster type movies. My wife loves them. Gotcha. Yeah. She's a and freak so about she them. really, lo- so she really liked this movie a lot. Uh, okay, one more power um, to her. So I would, I would recommend this movie, but it's not a high recommend. It's just if it's Soft. if it's something that you would, if you're into that that genre, I guess, definitely go see it. Uh, but it really wasn't bad, even if you're not really okay. into it. Is so it a, is it a not, newer movie? Like yeah. within the last 2020. year? Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Last month, I think. Yeah. It has a, it has okay. a six point four on TV, so it's. Decently it's liked. Like, it's, like, it's, per, it's pretty middle of the it's road, yeah. Definitely not his worst movie, that's for sure. Would you say 2012 is better? Probably. I know Deep Impact's better without seeing Greenland. No Deep Impact. I like Deep Impact quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Elijah, Elijah Wood's best role. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? No. <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. But no, I do like I do like Deep Impact. So. Yeah, so it's it's like I said, it's it's good. It's not it's not horrible and yeah, I'd recommend it. You know I've never seen Deep Impact. It's actually pretty good for me. I've seen Armageddon, so I feel like I've seen Deep you, Impact. You, I'm, yeah. I, it's, and it's the same thing. Yeah. I mean there's kind of a there's kind of a lottery type thing where they yeah. only take certain people and that okay. one that one scene on Deep Impact always is me when they're on their bike just trying to run away from a comet. I'm like, come on. Yeah. They're like <laughs> they're like doing their best ET I just think to I get away from a comet. I think I can make it. I yeah. think I can Elias make it. like, take me back to <laughs> take me back to Mordor. Anyways, um, <laughs> Anyway. I want to go to Mordor. <laughs> Better than where he's at right now. <laughs> Believe me. Anyway, okay. So, what do you got you now, bro? Re- did you recommend Hannibal? Did you say that? Did I, I don't know that? if I said it, but I recommend. Based it. Okay. on what you're saying, I, I, I would say you re- it I just want way. to make sure that I didn't miss it. Okay. Yeah, so it's a good, it's a the first runs I'll recommend. That wasn't planned. Yeah, I actually didn't bring any garbage to the table. Today. Oh, I did. I only so, brought good stuff. All right. So this is a rare time in my life that I warn a full hard one of a movie. Okay, I'm okay. very lenient on things other than Hostel. Um, I'm very lenient on hey, movies. Hey, watch okay? it. Okay? But I watched this movie, well, we, me and Dad actually did, and Tell my me. mother. Be- oh, I know what this because is. Because of one actor. Now, this actor is in a billion roles, and I, I don't know why, him. but I have to see these type of movies with Nicolas Cage. Okay? When there's a Nicolas Cage movie, I didn't watch Primal. I don't care about that. But if there's a movie that's so bonkers, like there's one coming up with him... F- Later in, in this year, which I will watch with him fighting off like a Five Nights at Freddy's kind of yes, thing. Yes, animatronic. Yeah. What's gonna happen? Oh yeah, we that. gotta see that. Oh, the man, tagline yeah. to that movie is that he they thought he was stuck with them. Turns out they are stuck with him. <laughs> so, anyways, that's not the movie I'm talking about. So that seems great. we're we're talking about none other than jujitsu. Jujitsu. So when I saw this trailer, I looked at my wife and I said, "This is a must see." And I'm in theaters. Sadly, it didn't come near us. I would have paid for it. Okay, and I would have paid for it dearly, also. Okay, Doesn't so, have, uh, so oh, oh, you wait. Th- okay. This cast. Let me tell you, before I tell you the cast. Let me just give the synopsis. Ready? This it's Predator. Okay, so anyways, every six years, an ancient order of jujitsu fighters. By the way, there's only one in this movie. Um, joins for well, these joins forces to battle a vicious race of alien invaders. Now, this is very misleading. There's one. There's one alien invader. Yeah. Just one. There are six. <laughs> 
There's about six of them. So every six years. But when a celebrated war hero goes down in defeat, the fate of the planet and mankind hangs in the balance. Okay, sure. so so what happens is basically this thing from outer space, they don't they don't explain one bit about a portal opens up in who knows where, okay? Um, I don't remember where it's at. It doesn't really give a great... It's probably Florida. It's like Thailand or something. Except yeah. It's a very deserty Thailand. Anyway, Malaysia, so... Malaysia, Thailand, somewhere. There's around. an underground group that knows about this, and they all know jiu-jitsu. Um, this being came to Earth just to teach jiu-jitsu, okay? Whoa. So every six years, it would have a reason to come to Earth through a portal that looks about like Flash Gordon. Yes. Type. Yes. Um, I, I, I just saw that. So, um, Flash Gordon um, type graphics, right? And then the being itself is basically a ripoff of the 20, what is it, 16, 2070 Power Rangers? Um, okay. Kind of. Yeah. It looks just like a Power Ranger with those type Power Rangers, okay? Is it um, like pink? No, it's like a bluish thing. <laughs> okay. And it it can be camouflaged, like uh, the Predator. Predator. Okay. okay, so... That's the overview. So that's so, the being that shows up to teach everyone jujitsu. No, he's already taught them back back in Egyptian times. He taught oh, them so okay. that he, he taught them so that they would continue to learn. So each six years, he'd have somebody to fight when he came back to Earth. The what? only way he doesn't take Earth is if he can kill every single jujitsu fighter that challenges him. He gets six every six years. If someone he defeats, kills six people every six years, though, yes, okay. he, he beats you to death. Okay, why six years? Uh, they don't explain that. I'm just it's, curious. It's it, well. Might be like this 27 so, years, this, like Pennywise well, or something. That's not exactly right. They explain it that every six years, the planets align. Oh, there it is. Okay. <laughs> I forgot to say that, I guess. that That's not a good explanation. It is a perfect explanation. <laughs> it that's is. all I needed. That's okay. all I needed. It uh, is what it is. Let me yeah. give you this. So it's got Alan Moosey, whatever I say his name. He's known for martial arts. Yeah. Uh, Nicholas Cage, also known for martial arts. <laughs> of course. Um, they've got Rick Yuni or Yoon, whatever. He's in the Fast and Furious franchise, but he's... Korean, so I guess I thought, well, throw him in there. Um, there's a couple other people that know from martial arts. Frank Grillo, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so that's kind of right up your, his alley. The breakdown. Now, I'm all for these type of movies. I like Raid. Raid's a great movie. We watched Gandala. I it's a love Raid. It's a pretty good movie. Now, this is not a foreign film. Let me. It's it should have been without <laughs> Nicolas Cage. It should have been probably a foreign film. Um, but you follow this man. It starts out with this guy just running in a forest, you know, kind of like Predators, the movie Predators, or even Predator. I mean, it really doesn't matter which Whatever, one. Whatever, yeah. Um, I the thought of Predators, and he's jumping off a cliff with with throwing stars coming out of him to catch him in the back, right? And he falls to his death, hits his head. Okay. okay. That's Alan Moosey. Moosey, Mousey, whatever. However you say it. Um, and so, <laughs> but, oh, lo and behold, this dude ain't dead. He, he, he hit his... <laughs> Head on a rock from a forty foot drop into water. Long, it was a far drop. <laughs> okay. was, Alan yeah. Moosey is one of our listeners, and he's greatly offended yes. that we keep Nicholas Ke- name. N- Nicholas Cage <laughs> finds him naturally in a boat. Um, this dude's lost every single memory. Okay, oh, which makes sense, kinda. But this is the man that was chosen to take on our jujitsu fighter this year. Oh, it if was. he do- if he does not beat him, he doesn't know that now. No, he has no clue. He's, mm. He doesn't know who he is. He doesn't even know the underground operation. He doesn't even know who anybody is. Does he know like how to poop or something? Now? See what or happens just- though is that. The creature comes through the portal, and there's six people standing there, and the creature chooses which one. Yeah. They, so he was, random. Cho- so okay. he was chosen. It's an honor thing. You're not allowed oh. to take him on more than one at a time. But let me talk about honor in a second, about how honorable <laughs> this creature is. This creature is a cheater. Okay? So I don't know jujitsu. I don't know jujitsu. And I'm not going to say I do, but I do know what cheating looks like. Okay? So when he fights, this dude can't die. 
He gets shot in the face, in the head, in the, in the same place, in the chest, in the legs, <laughs> with up close, like an M60, like a minigun, bro. Dude and unloads. He falls to the ground, and all of a sudden, green stuff happens, and then he puffs out blue smoke, never says why. I think that, I guess that is him healing. Obviously. Everything heals. He comes back up, beats up the dude. I'm like, fine, whatever. And he also uses, like, a hand cannon for his, um, for his shooting, for his shooting stars, for his shurikens or his stars, which I feel like that's not fair. And they were just playing with fists. One dude actually has like the underneath of a kitchen sink on his hands, like little like, like, like pipes. Yeah, like little pipes. <laughs> I'm not sure what's going on, but and then the fighting scenes. Now this movie would have been great, not great. This movie would have been watchable <laughs> no, been if the fighting scenes were done well. But there's a point where they use slow mode every four seconds. Oh my god! Then gosh, there's a point. This is ambitious and ambitious in the wrong way. The camera, okay. <laughs> this so is the, the worst part of the, the movie. So the camera. So. He knows how to fight all of a sudden. Like, he, it comes back to most of them, right? It's like riding a bike. You know jiu-jitsu? You know how to do it all the time. Of course. And so he starts getting beat up. He's like, he becomes Neo. He's like, oh, oh. He's like, can't get hit, right? All of a sudden, the camera pans, and it looks like someone put it on the ground, which is, I've seen that before, whatever. Then all of a sudden, he goes into the camera and becomes the camera. So all you can see is his hands fighting. And then all of a sudden, it gets first put on the person. ground again. <laughs> then it goes first person. Then they're jumping. So then it's slow-mo. Like it's like Henry or it's, something? It's horrible. Okay? Yeah, but he goes, he goes first person. Then back to third. First person, then back. It keeps going back and forth. Horrible. That I mean, so um, weird. you're just going crazy watching this. Before I say much more, there's no plot to this movie other than just if you don't, if you don't fight this man, and he, you're allowed to beat him, I guess, but if you don't have all six people fight him, he just eats the earth, of basically. Course. The earth will be dead. And and also, the acting is horrible. Nick Cage is the best actor in the movie. That that helps. And Nick Cage's acting is bad in this movie. <laughs> I'm not saying Nick Cage is... I'm never actually think Nick Cage is that good of an actor. I think he makes funny movies that are dumb. I think he was a now, good actor at one at point. At one point. I, he, I mean, he has an Oscar. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, and it was... Whatever. Anyway, He's made so, some good movies in the past. So you go on, and this movie is boring. I mean, it's just boring. For a, for a jiu-jitsu movie, you're thinking like, oh, man. For a movie called jiu-jitsu. Yeah, it's boring. It's... It's, let's see how long is it? It's an hour and forty two minutes. It's about thirty minutes too long. What's the um, what's the what's the rating? I'm gonna get to that. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I gotta, I gotta know. It's actually gone down. Um, surprisingly. Anyway, so you kind of follow this for a while, and he just random fights keep happening, and all of a sudden, like you don't remember me, man. We're best friends, you know. And then this, and this girl comes over, and he, she's like in love with him. No clue who she is. Um, this goes on forever. He never gets his freaking memory back ever in this movie. He just lives memoryless, okay? Of course. But he fights the dude at the end, right? But there's a big plot point here. Big one. Nicolas Cage, of course. You know, he's <laughs> stupid. He finds him, he puts him in, he's like, Hey man, I'm Nicolas Cage. I don't remember his name. I don't remember his name. So Hey man, I'm Nick Cage. <laughs> yeah, might as well call him Dale. I don't remember his name. <laughs> I would and love so for him to say that. And so he's like, Welcome to Underground Lair that he falls into, of course. And so he's like, Hey, you don't remember me? He's like, No. He's like, Well, of course, not whatever. So there's a one on one fight between Jujitsu Man. Um, alien Man. Mm-hmm. They don't ever say it. I don't think it has a name. So, Jujitsu Alien Man and Nick Cage. Mm-hmm. Okay, even even in the trailer, he goes, "I can fly too," and he flips. Yeah, that happened. I thought they would cut that. It did. No, that happened. <laughs> okay, so one on one katana v alien weapons. Yeah, not fair, is. dude. It's like playing Halo and COD. Yeah. Like <laughs> having your Halo weapons against a freaking COD game. It just makes no sense. He comes in. It's not even fair. So Nicholas Cage, spoiler. Gets skewered. Anyways, uh, dies. Um, which is part of the best part of the movie. Um, he goes out honorable, I guess. He gets skewered like 18 times. He gets back up. He's like, I'm a man. He's like, I got to get time for them to run away, you know? Um, turns out Nicolas Cage is this man's father. 
Um, big so, twist. Big, big twist, twist there. Because they even go, I called it the moment I saw it. They go, you don't remember him? He died for you. He goes, why? He's like, he's your dad. dad. Then all of a sudden you get memories of like young Nicolas Cage. It's not Nicolas Cage. It looks like it might be actually Moosey in like with long hair um, <laughs> with a young kid teaching him jujitsu because one day he knew his son would be the man to do it. I'm going to spoil this movie completely. Um, so it goes to the final <laughs> fight scene. And what, what they do, I didn't even tell you about the really annoying Marlon Wayans character. Like, there's a Marlon Wayans. He's not in this movie, but it's basically oh a Marlon gosh, Wayans character. Horrible. <laughs> from, like Marlon Wayans. From Scary, Mo- from scary Movie 1. horrible. Um, Shoddy? Yeah. <laughs> no. It's the same character. It's um, bad. And so he lives somehow throughout this movie, and he's like an idiot. But anyways, at the end. He's supposedly the translator. Yeah. So in the end... They're fighting. Moosey's getting his butt kicked, right? And so, because he's not quite back yet. You know, he's not full Moosey. Mousey. Um, anyways, and so... Full Moosey. <laughs> so, the portal starts opening. I'm like, oh, crap. If he goes back to that portal, he's bringing his bros to kill us. So, they either have to, they either have to finish this fight, which they're not, because he's running away. Um, turns out he doesn't like fire. That's never explored again. Um, well, I don't think anybody likes fire, but I'm talking about the alien guy. He doesn't like fire. That's not explored. Once it's kind of like Predator, I, th- I think he sees like the Predator. Yeah. So when there's fire, ouch, you know, fire hot. Yeah. So what they do is this. Wally Wayne's character goes, "Hey, have one of these," and throws him a grenade. So not kidding. This is how this movie ends. He kicks him into the portal while he's portaling. It looks horrible. He throws a grenade into it, blows up the alien back into the portal. The portal closes. He walks off with his girl credits now right. it doesn't explain to you if this portal is, the portal is not even blown up no, it's, it's still destroyed. there it's i felt destroyed. like i just watched the entire movie you did so if you wanted to see this movie sorry thank you for explaining it to me but this movie has a 2.9 imdb and i give oh, it a two that's oh high okay Lord. this is a straight warn and usually with these type of movies i'm like oh nicholas so cage i'm this. excited about watching i've seen i've watched a lot of movies just for actors knowing it's gonna be bad I don't think anyone does that. Yeah. Nicolas Cage is kind of one of those soft spots for me. Um, if it looks like, like I said, Primer didn't look good enough for me to watch a bad movie with him in it. Um, but this one did. I was like, this movie's not going to be good. Maybe a five. I was like, maybe I'll give it a five, you know. After watching, I was like, gosh, this movie blew. Worst movie, the, worst movie of the year that I've seen. And I've seen some bad movies <laughs> Like you said, I think 2.9 is high. I, I, there's no way. That's insane. It's no way. Horrible. And I mean, it is, I mean, it had a chance. Like, it, like from the outside looking, it had this chance. No more chances. Do not watch this movie. If, you, if you're a Nicolas Cage enthusiast, you have to watch every single movie. I understand. I did it myself. But don't. Um, I'm warning this. I, I want the studio that made this to actually stop making copies and burn them all. I want this movie to be erased from existence after I buy one copy so I can have it. You know, I can't find it on Blu-ray. I thought about buying this movie on Blu-ray just to have for crappiness. I can't find it because it's not good enough to be on Blu-ray. That's how bad it is. It is terrible. So that's my warn, my rant in a way of how why you shouldn't make a movie. Um, one last thing I'm going to say <laughs> is I looked at the trivia. I watched a lot, We do the same thing on trivia on IMDb. It was originally supposed to be Bruce Willis <laughs> in this movie. But Nic- <laughs> but Nicolas Cage wanted to be in a martial arts movie. Of course he you did. Know? And one last thing. I forgot. It's told in comic book form. So each time, oh, yeah. each time that it... It's kind of like Sin City, or you know, each time it switches scenes, it goes into a comic book and comes out of it. Horrible, makes no sense. It's based off some kind of graphic novel, I guess. Anyways, don't watch it. I'm done. 
If I keep going, I'll keep talking. And I'll oh my gosh. I second, okay. I second that recommend right there. That don't watch this. It's straight caution. Just do not yes. watch this. Caution it up. It's straight up. Don't like it. Hate it. It's bad. Okay. I remember seeing it. Even for Nicholas Cage. And we sat bad. through the whole thing. I did see the trailer <laughs> for it, and I thought, I kind of want to see that. I do want to see that <laughs> new one he's, he's in, though, with him like killing anim- animatronic demon toys. Come on. Oh, yeah. I don't uh Anyway, uh, okay. Yeah, Thank we're in, we're on a little tangent there, but it was, it's horrible. It's okay. Thank you for that. Um, I'm gonna recommend a movie that I had never seen. I watched this while I had COVID and was stuck at home. Well, I guess Nicholas Cage is a samurai sword. Uh, thank you for showing me. Hell, <laughs> got bad it looks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I watched this movie uh, while I was on quarantine and had COVID. Um, and I just wanted to find something good. I had heard I had heard about this movie before, but I'd never really heard much about it. Uh, I'm going to talk about a movie from 2003 called Identity. Um, Love you, this movie. Good movie. Okay. That's, I was that's the John going, Cusack movie talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, trying yeah. to think of like what gross point blank. No, we, we both like this movie. Oh, okay. I, this I didn't movie, know like, if you guys had seen it. I've seen like five, six times. I love yeah. it. We, uh, oh, okay, I man. think we own it. I don't. You do. Well, yeah. hot dang. Okay. Well, I had never seen it. I had only heard a couple of whispers of it here and there well, then, in the cinema world. Well, then I'm, I, I don't. If you want to spoil it, it's fine. It's been 17 years. But if you don't, I still want to know what you think about the ending when you get to the end. Okay, yeah, no, I was just, I wasn't really going to say much about it, honestly. Um, I wasn't going to go jujitsu on it. <laughs> See what I did there? D- did you um, deserved it. It deserved to be <laughs> But uh, No, I was just going to say, I really, um, I didn't know what to think about this movie. Um, I, like I said, I didn't know much about it. Um, but yeah, it stars John Cusack, uh, Ray Liotta, uh, Alfred Molina, John C. McGinley. There's there's quite a few there's quite a few pretty good actors in this. Um, it's like 90 minutes long. It's easy. It's breezy. You guys know the plot. Um, I'm just gonna explain it for the listeners. Yeah. There is um, a total of 10 complete strangers that show up at a motel out in the middle of nowhere. Circumstance or just by happenstance, they all end up at this motel out in the middle of nowhere. Um, and one by one, they all begin to get killed off. People just start dying. And it's a very interesting... The reason I even watched this is because I looked up murder mysteries. I just wanted to watch a... I just wanted to watch a murder mystery type flick. And found this, and I was pleasantly surprised with it. Uh, I didn't really know what to expect, like I said, but it was... It was simple enough. It was cleverly written. Um, it kept me interested. Like I said, it's short, simple, to the point. Um, all the performances are pretty good in it. John Cusack's good. He's basically the leading guy. Um, he's pretty good. Ray Liotta's pretty good in it. Um, all the all the characters are pretty good. Um, and about 75% of the way through the movie, they pull the rug out from underneath you. And when the credits rolled, I don't know if I had completely found my footing afterwards because uh, it had a really it had a really good twist that I did not see coming in it. Um, it was just very interesting afterwards. It was one of the films afterwards. My wife and I talked about it for like 20 minutes afterwards. We're like, do you think I knew that was because of that? And yada, yada, yada. But um, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed Identity. I, I looked it up afterwards. I had no idea. This is one of James Mangold's earlier films before he yep. got into Walk the Line and The Wolverine, Logan, Ford v. Ferrari. Before he got into all that, this is one of his earlier films. Um, and, and you can tell it's got it's got... You can tell it's helmed by a pretty competent director. Um, but yeah, Identity was pretty good. It was just a pleasant surprise. I didn't know what to expect from it, but it was a pretty solid thriller. So, without giving me away, it's one of the, I don't like giving away thrillers too much if we don't have to, you know. Um, what do you think of The Killer before you get the last scene? So, let's go there. What do you think of The What do you think of The Killer? 
You mean like like who was doing it the whole time? What do you think? Like that last <clears throat> scene before the last scene? Does that make sense? Like oh, like the very very last scene. So no, the very very last scene with the table. We'll say that. But the very very last the scene before with like someone planting plants. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Okay, yeah. What do you think about who the actual killer is in that before you get to the last scene? There's I, left field for me. By that point, I was on board. But left field for me. I, I even, thought it was ambitious. I had thought about that beforehand. My wife even said, ooh, I think so-and-so is the actual killer. And I thought, well, I don't know if he was able to do certain things <laughs> yeah. in the film, but it shows flashbacks and everything of him doing certain things in the film. And I thought, whatever, I'm on board. <laughs> All right. All right. So I, I was cool with it, too. I like how vague this conversation is. Yeah. Just yeah. I don't want yeah, to spoil it, honestly. What do like you said, think of the last table scene? Uh, Very last scene. That's That's like the main... From right to left for me too. What do you think when it? it like when it pulls the rug out from underneath you? Or what scene are you talking about? Well, you know who the killer is at this point, but then you find you kinda of find out that um I don't know how to say it. <laughs> Can't really say it. That that a lot of them look alike. Should we say it that way? <laughs> that's what I'm talking about, that point. Oh yeah. yeah. I thought that was pretty good. Weird, right? So it makes you good. it makes I, you wonder about the whole movie. It at all that kind point. of it, it all kind of lined up afterwards. Yeah, weird, right? You know, once I, I the though. more I thought about it, I was like, oh, then that means that so and so did so. Okay. It, it I, even has like to me like we're being so vague. <laughs> scream vibes to it to like they show like a washing machine like oh they're gonna die that way and then bam they don't die that way oh that was kind of cool Almost. a lot of mystery. I didn't know you guys had seen this movie. Seen this movie a, bo- a bunch. Okay. <laughs> I had never. It's weird. Like we talk movies so much and I I didn't know if you guys. I assumed you guys hadn't seen this movie because we never talked about it. But but yeah, identity's pretty good. It's, anyway, it's seven point three on MDB. It's well loved. I gave it an eight. I was like you know that's yeah. a B plus A minus. I, I agree with that. I'm with it. It was good. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> you guys want to do round three? We have time. Let's I see haven't done three. round two yet. I, I oh, well, give I know. Us, do your two. <laughs> then give we'll us that, three. then we can do another one. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> let's finish round two first. <clears throat> okay, let's go back to 1983. Never mind. Great year. What a year. Great year. I was born. What a year. The year I was born, not. <laughs> All right, uh, this is a movie called Uncommon Valor. Never heard of it, TBH. <laughs> in, the, in the early 80s. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he just handed me the Blu-ray. Thank you. Ooh, Gene Hackman. In the early '80s, they were, they did a lot of movies about uh, Vietnam and guys going back to Vietnam, trying to find prisoners of war, that type of thing. That's what this is. Uh, I know Chuck Norris did. I think Missing in Action and of course Rambo. You know, he did his his second one. Movie, oh, okay, right? I have heard okay. this. Yeah. And like I said, this is Gene Hackman. It's got uh, uh, who was it? Patrick Swayze, uh, Fred Ward's in it. And what it is is uh, Gene Hackman's son has gone missing, went missing in Vietnam, and he's convinced that he is a prisoner of war. And so he gets all of his old unit together to try to stage a mission to go in and try to rescue him and other Americans that he believes are being held in Laos. And so... Laos. I'm never confident in the way I say that. Yeah. The way I say that country, I'm like, I sound like a dumb it's, redneck. It's Laos or Laos. Or I how, think it's how Laos, you you're right. Yeah. I think you're so, right. It depends on where you're from. I guess people say it different ways. So. Yeah. Uh, anyway, like I said, he he gets his old group together. They're, none of them really want to go to begin with. They suffer from you know PTSD and all kinds of different stuff You know from, from the war, and it's having all kinds of problems. But then they realize we got somebody left behind, maybe. And so let's do it. And Patrick Swayze's kind of long for the ride because his dad was shot down in Vietnam. And so he wants to go and help out also. The first part of the movie really is them 
kind of trying to get back into shape and uh, figuring out a plan to go back in. And uh, really the movie, I don't know how to explain it. It's, it's just, it's one of the better takes I've seen as far as if, if you've seen the other movies that I've mentioned, Rambo and all that stuff. It's just this, kind of a different. It's yeah, a different it's a different take, take because because he has to bring in a whole team and they've got to train, they've got to figure out a strategy and all this stuff to go in and and along the way they lose their funding for the, for their for guns and things. They've got to figure out how to steal helicopters and all kinds. It's an, it's kind of an action movie, but it's 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 one of these movies that was done a lot in the early eighties. I got you. Yeah. Um, but it is one of my favorite ones that were, that was done at that time. Okay. So it's a, re- you're definitely recommending it. Then. Absolutely. Okay, cool. Uh, Gene Hackman is fantastic in, in the role. I don't think Gene Hackman's uh, ever been bad. Really? Uh, I mean like, there's nothing I've seen. That does the replacements yeah. count? No, <laughs> <laughs> that's American treasure. I'm not really about that movie. I, I thought like, about talking about I that like movie. I like that movie. Cause I, I watched that during quarantine too. <laughs> anyway, but, uh, they do, they, they go in, they find Americans. His son is not among them. His son has died a couple months earlier. Uh, but they did find a couple of Americans. They were able to bring him out. And I think what it was was they were just, a lot of these movies were trying to to bring awareness to the possibility that we did still have American soldiers in Vietnam. Yeah. And there were nego- negotiations going on between us and Vietnam, and they weren't breaking down, and there was a chance that it really wasn't going to go well. And... uh and so we see these movies, especially in the early '80s, uh, these these, well, from different franchises, of course. But uh, this was one of the better ones that I've seen, and I would highly recommend it. Okay, I never seen it, so I might check it out. I'd have to borrow your Blu-ray there. Don't know if I will. Jordan, what do you got? All right, so we're gonna take it back to the year I was born, 1995. <laughs> that <laughs> far the, back for the 25th anniversary of a movie I had never seen in West Philadelphia. Uh, so me and my father. We are on that. I don't know if anybody has seen this, but we're on a. We have this new this new fad. I guess oh, you call okay. it. It's a poster that you watch the movies and you scratch it off, and oh, yeah, and, you, and you ha- and you have and yeah you do and it has like a different looking thing on it and there's a hundred movies on it. We've got two of them. We've got cult movies and we've got horror movies. Right, we're, we're doing cult at the moment, and the 25th anniversary. Uh, ju- we had just passed actually. It was like January first. I got around that time of Twelve Monkeys. Mm. Never seen Twelve Monkeys. Um, it's not because I didn't want to. It just came out when I was born. It's One wild, of those movies. It? Yeah. Um, so <coughs> it stars Bruce Willis. Um, I actually quite enjoyed this. I think it's, and I'm gonna say this. Don't kill me for this, but I think it's actually one of the better time travel movies that, when, that makes sense for time travel. Now, and it's not the best time travel movie, right? Because you have to say probably Back to the Future is my favorite time travel. Anyways, but as far as time travel works in this movie, it makes sense time travel to work basically there's a deadly disease that happens in the future um it takes out 99 percent of the population there's one percent left they go underground mm, you know it's cookie cutter yeah, Ma- that, back then maybe not but nowadays it that is that old chestnut that, but i guess 95 maybe that wasn't cookie cutter but it is now but um they and but they're not it's not like they don't have technology they're able to send people back in time now what you would what, what you would think is they're going to send someone back in time to stop the disease that's not their point their point in this movie is to send someone back in time to figure out when this disease started, and to, and to get a sample of it so they can they can eradicate the disease and go back up top. They don't want to save the human race. They can't. Their time travel can't save the human race back then. They can only save it now. And I thought that was brilliant because most movies now be like, oh, we're gonna send Bruce Willis back and save right. the world. We're gonna save all. Eight. And I, that's yeah. a nice thought. Like so, it's 
compared to Endgame. Endgame did this. Endgame saved half the population by plot holy <laughs> things. And I love that movie, but it's just not a great time travel movie, you know? Yeah. And so, but this movie is well acted between, it's got Bruce Willis. I can't remember this chick's name. Um, Madeline Stowe. Madeline Stowe. Brad, oh. We're going to get to Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt that's, got. That's the chick's name. Yeah, Brad Pitt got nominated for Oscar. I think he got snubbed pretty hard on this one. Um, he's not in it a lot, but he plays a guy in a mental institution that's, that's schizophrenic, and he's the leader of the 12 Monkeys, um, which they think the 12 Monkeys is the reason for the disease. Um, and that's probably the best thing about this movie is the, you know, look this way, but something else is actually happening. Yeah. Um, Bruce Willis is probably his best performance ever um, as an actor. I'm not saying his best movie, because everyone's going to say Die Hard, but... Uh, I think it's his best performance. It's like he actually tried here. Yeah. Once Die Hard came out, he did try and Die Hard, but once that, then he just became Die Hard. He just became... He just became John McClane. And everything. everything. I mean, even... Like, I don't really like the movie Unbreakable, but I think he's pretty good in that, actually. <laughs> um, I watched part of Pulp Fiction today. He tried really hard. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, uh, he's good in it. He, he is good in it, but it's he's a good being movie, Bruce Willis, but he's, he's just being Bruce Willis. But he's, Zed's dead, baby. He's really good in this. They haven't perfected time travel they send him too far back and then they send him way too far back, in back World to like War, I, World War I. and yeah. they send him to the right place he's, he's got to get a psychiatrist on board and the way they kind of do that is by like he had he has a world war one um bullet in his in his like and he's also in a picture of that from world war one so you know it all ties together um the only downside to this movie i think it just it drags a little bit here and there and i think that she comes around really fast but yeah. it's, it's fine it, the movie had to do it this way um but overall, I'd fully recommend this movie. It's, I, a lot of people probably seen this movie, but it's the first time for me. I'm yeah. going to watch it again. I think I need to. I think I went into it thinking, you know, when I think time travel, I don't think of this type of time travel movie. And it, yeah, I it pleasantly surprised me that the with the twist that even I knew, I, I knew what was going to happen anyways because it alludes to it pretty hard as far as there's a memory scene or whatever. But I did not know that the what the tw- whole 12 monkey thing was going to happen here and there. Right. And they did a really good job of disguising the true, the true nature of what was going on. Yeah. I just think it's a brilliant idea to have a time travel movie without wanting to save people from the past. That's not their, that's not their goal. Their goal is that not is to save the past. Yeah. Their goal is to save what they have. 1% of people. So that means, I don't know what, that, I mean, there's 8 billion people on the planet. So like seven, get the original seven virus, points. Some, yeah. Bring yeah. it to the future. Find an antidote. You're good to go. 7.1, 7.2, some billion people died and only 1%. And another thing I didn't say was they're only sending convicts. Uh, mm. They're only people from prison because yeah. they're expendable more, I guess. And they, they basically are like, you just remember you get a year off and eventually you'll get pardoned from all your crimes. Yeah. And they send them up top. They up top with, you know, they're all hazmated out. You see like random lions here. It's fine. It kind of comes back to the whole point, but it's a, it's, it's a very like love the world type movie, but not in a bad, not in like a throw it in your face movie, you know, but just the idea that they they send them back. They don't care about. I shouldn't say they don't care. They don't. They can't fix. There's nothing they can do. It's it's kind of like Doctor Who, where there's in Doctor Who's a fixed point. You can't change fixed points. So this is a fixed point in time. Mm-hmm. Sorry, kind of nerdy, but fixed point in time yeah. that you can't change. They know they can't change it, but they just need a, They need a sample of it so they can make an antidote or a cure so they can go back up top. That's the movie, and huh. and then you and then there's even a meaningful death, but. Not really, because of how time travel works in this movie, right. and it's interesting. I like it. So it is interesting. I, I recommend this movie. If you haven't seen it. Cool. Years. Okay, I I have seen it, but it's been so long. I barely remember a thing about it. Also, I looked at the trailer. I'm like, is this Terminator? <laughs> Not trailer, but like the poster. I was like, is he 
bionic and look at that like what that doesn't make any sense to me and, yeah. and mm-hmm. this was the first time i'd seen it in years I'd, yeah it's been a long time since i've seen it and i forgot i have to say this how good brad pitt was at the, in this role it was unbelievable i think he should have won the academy award that year he's good no doubt about uh, it who won the academy award that year i wonder <gasps> we, we looked, looked it up it, it was. was um what's his name was it from babe or whatever I'll look it up. Just I can't remember. I'll look it up while you but go. But as done, we were so. watching, I was just, I was like, you got to be kidding. This is an incredible, incredible acting job I am. Yeah, I think it, it, just, was, it was, was one of Brad Pitt's first roles where he wanted to be more, he wanted to be known more of an actor instead of just a hunk. It was just, know? it was, it was, it was, uh, it was tr- truly awesome the, but, the way he did. Um, yeah, like I said, I haven't seen it in so long. I don't remember anything about, like, I remembered Bruce Willis and Brad Pitt. That's all I remember. Oh, Kevin Spacey won for The Usual Suspects. I don't think of him as a, in, oh, okay. I don't like that because I don't think of him as a supporting character in The Usual Suspects. I'm just going to say. I mean, you're kind of right. I though. think he's the protagonist. I think he's, well, both. Yeah. Protagonist and antagonist, technically. <laughs> yeah. Which we watched that recently, too. I thought about well, doing yeah. that, but I want to do 12 Monkeys. It's so. a great movie. I feel you. <clears throat> well, you took it back to 1995. I'm going to take it back to 1948. I know, Gasp. Right? I'm not going back that far. I'm, no. always, I'm always on this crap. Um, <laughs> love me some classic movies. <clears throat> I dipped into my Alfred Hitchcock collection recently. Well, I know that you does guys, not surprise I know me. you guys are shocked. <laughs> right. um, I a, need to. I am a Hitchcock nerd, but um, I dipped into his collection recently and i watched one of the only hitchcock movies i'd never seen and that was rope rope is from 1948 it's like 80 minutes long short sweet and to the point but the main draw of the film is it's made with like eight or nine takes rope oh dang it's like, <laughs> I missed it. It's made with rope. <laughs> no, it's made with yes. It was shot on actual rope, um, that like one inch thick. Yeah. Uh, anyway, no, it was made in like eight or nine takes. They're all like ten minute long takes and stuff. Uh, it was basically the first single shot type movie, kind of like nineteen seventeen or something. But that's a lot more takes. Yeah. Um, and Hitchcock has been asked before, "Why did you do this?" He said, basically, as an experiment, like I wanted to challenge myself. So that's why he did it. No other reason beyond that. But it's good it enough. works. It's based on a play, and because of that, it takes place mainly in one apartment. Uh, actually, the entire movie is in one apartment. Um, he does that quite a bit. Yeah, he takes a lot of he takes a lot of good thrillers based on plays and kind of brings them to yeah. brings them to the big screen. Um, but Rope is about two um, young, successful twenty-something harvard graduate yuppies basically that believe they are superior beings to other people therefore they can commit murder and nobody would find out they basically I think I've seen part of this have you seen I part of this seen, I I so. okay yeah. they basically think that because they're superior to people that they should have the honor of committing murder because they think of murder as like an art form almost. Mm-hmm. They think, why, why can't we? They, they are so cocky. One specifically, there's one that just, kind of, there's one guy that just kind of goes along with it. And I can't remember. His there's name. always that one guy, like you know? Farley Granger or something, who's in Strangers on the Train. Um, uh, my phone's being stupid. Anyway, uh, yeah, there's one guy who's like way too way too horny for murder and then there's another guy who's just kind of who's just kind of along for the ride um it stars john Dahl and farley granger are the two guys that um that commit the murder jimmy stewart shows up about tw- about 20 minutes into the movie he plays like an older professor of theirs 
and they and he slowly starts to suspect that maybe these guys have committed murder. I didn't even say the movie opens with these two guys killing one of their former classmates. And as you do. Like the way they think is because they are superior people, they can kill him and just to show how brilliant they are, they stick his body in a giant chest in a giant trunk and they throw a tablecloth over it and host a dinner party on top of this corpse as you essentially. do yeah. i have seen and this. uh yeah i had most of it. i had never seen it until just this last month or so and it's just it's so simple it's so brilliant but it's very well written and it's just interesting enough hitchcock does um it's not super flashy hitchcock does just what he needs to um with the camera with the way it displays um, the trunk, certain aspects of the film. Uh, it's just very, very well done. Um, and these guys are so cocky. The one specifically, they're so cocky about um, how they can get away with the perfect murder that, of course, they kind of start to get in their own heads and um, start to kind of be their own undoing, essentially. Um, but it's just an interesting, fascinating, classic movie. Um, and i never seen it, so I wanted to go out of my way and watch it. And uh, I'm glad I did. My wife and I watched it. She liked it, too. Um if that says anything, but uh, but yeah, it's ropes good. You should you should definitely check it out. It's pretty pretty great. I'm gonna go back, not quite as far as you do, but a I little was gonna f- say you can't top that. A I mean, little well, far, I mean, little could. farther back than with the last movie. You're like Nosferatu <laughs> <Yeah>. or something. <laughs> 1920s. Okay, let's see. This one. Have you ever seen uh, all the president's men? Man, that is on my DVR right now. Yeah, I had never seen it before. <laughs> it was on. Uh, HBO Max, so I went ahead and checked it out the other night. I think I recorded it on TCM like mm-hmm. six months ago, and I just haven't watched it yet. Oh, I've seen some of this. I don't know what you're talking good. about, but I look it up. I'm like, oh, I've seen some of this. You ever do that? I've seen some of this movie. Oh, the Hall of the Oh, yeah. Presidents like, I, I just looked it up. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I didn't know, oh, the, I didn't know the title. That one. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I'm going to read the synopsis here. Uh, two green reporters and rivals working for the Washington Post, Bob Woodward and Carl Bernstein, uh, played by Robert Redford and D- Dustin Hoffman. Of course, I like both of them as actors anyway, so obviously they're good. Uh, Research the botched 1972 burglary of the Democratic Party headquarters at the Watergate apartment complex the Watergate. With, with the help of a mysterious source codenamed Deep Throat, played by Hal Holbrick, who, by the way, R.I.P., he just died like a week and a half ago. <laughs> excellent actor. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. excellent actor. Just, yeah, fantastic. Um, the two reporters... Make a connection between the burglars and the White House and a White House staffer. Despite dire warnings about their safety, the duo follows the money all the way to the top. Hal Holbrook was about to turn ninety-six, yeah. so he had a good life. He I did. Say. He did for him, <coughs> and great acting, great acting career too. Um, a lot of it done on on uh, stage on Broadway. <coughs> um, anyway, this movie, of course, if you know about Watergate, there was a there was a break in. Uh, and the guys got caught. <laughs> great, great robbers, great thieves. And uh, yeah, of course, right. I mean, yeah. that's how it goes. And these these reporters picked up on it, and they wanted to know a little more about it. And so they started investigating back when journalists actually cared about news and you know the real news and yeah. and the truth. Truth is <laughs> way back, truth way back when. There. Yeah, way back when. And so it's a very interesting movie showing how they research, uh, trying to find, uh, trying to find witnesses, trying to find people who can cro- corroborate uh, their what they think has been going on. Uh, trying, actually, like I said, following the money. 
uh, all the way to the White House, and pre- pretty much that's what they do. Uh, some of these people they're investigating are ex-CIA. They're they're crazy top, and you know they know their lives are in danger, but they keep pushing on and on, trying to find the truth, trying to trying to figure this out. And eventually, they wrote a series of stories on it. And eventually, it all did come to light, and it was the downfall of uh, Richard Nixon's uh, administ- administration. And he even he eventually had to, you know, just say, "Okay, I'm done. I'm quit. No more presidency." And uh, <clears throat> but it was the whole movie is is very interesting about how how they went about it. How uh, you know back then you had to you couldn't use the internet. You know you had to make phone calls. You had to go out. You had to you had to actually talk to people. You know, you don't see that nowadays. You see, what yeah. we see nowadays is just so, ugh, it's terrible. But, <laughs> but this was, this was how it was done, and it was, it was, and this movie was done real well. I mean, the acting was fantastic. The story, of course, was, it was there. I mean, it was, you know, from, from their point of view, I think one of the reporters actually wrote the script for it, helped write the script for it. That's interesting. And uh, it was just a great movie. I would highly recommend it if you haven't seen it. Uh, go check it out. I want to watch it. I've heard it's great. Um, Jack Warden is another actor. Um, he plays Harry Rosenfeld in All the President's Men. Um, we were talking about the replacements earlier. He's in the replacements. Um, that uh, that's not important. He's also in Twelve Angry Men. That's where I knew him from. Okay, that's a great movie. Anyway, yeah, it is. Um, before we transition, I just looked it up. Um, they have a Twelve Monkeys series. Yeah, TV I've watched series. part of it. And it's actually got like, oh, it's like a got pretty good rating. I'm gonna watch that now. It's Anyways, not bad. Tangent, but okay. So you guys, are you guys ready to talk about what we have acquired? Man, I am guess, I ever? Yeah. I've All right, you guys ready for what's in the box? Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. With the box, who's in the box? What's in the box? All right, who wants to go first? Crickets, I'll go. Okay, Don't so care. <laughs> um, I've recently bought a 4K player. Uh, so I've been buying 4K movies. That <laughs> only makes sense. Weird, right? Um, so I'm going to start out. I'm not going to start with those, actually. I don't know why I said that first. But, okay, so I'm going to go through. Uh, this. Some of these I might have already said, but it's been a while since we did these. It's okay. So. Just tell me what you've picked up, Jordan. So I have gone to Dollar Tree a couple of times. So you know what? Sometimes I, I just some get Dollar Tree goodies some of too. the best movies. I got Unbroken, Path to Redemption. Ooh, the Unbroken sequel. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Look cool. Dollar. All right. I, I bought Fist Fight. Kind of like it. Oh, the Ice, Ice Cube, Cube and Charlie, Charlie Cox. Co- Charlie Cox. Charlie Cox would be better, but Charlie Day. Um, <laughs> I can't stand Charlie And then Day. I bought I bought Keanu. I've been wanting to see that movie. Oh yeah, you oh, got oh you got Fist Fight too, Dave. <laughs> I, I want I wanted to see I want to watch it. I've never seen it. Keanu. It's about the. It's pretty funny. I'd like to see that. Yeah. It's kind of I watched it when it first came out. It's like it's Key and Peele. You know, has, was, has a cat named Keanu. Yeah, it was funny, <laughs> but I was expecting more. I gotta get that. that makes sense. Um, Hollow. Don't know much about it. It was it was a dollar Dollar Tree, is and that? and it no, I don't. It's it, not the Invisible Guy movie. No, that's Hollow Man. That's Hollow Man. Yeah, he's Gosh, not. I, I knew where you were going. Kevin Bacon. <laughs> it's not. That's a pretty good movie. But this movie I haven't watched. Um, it has a slipcover. I was already in. Um, and it looked okay. It has like a five on IMDb, so I went for it. Um, <laughs> wow. Friday the Thirteenth, quick killer cut. I don't. It's not very good, but I thought why no, not? It's pretty garbage. Love the Coopers. A couple people in it that I know, so I'm want got it. I've heard it's all right. And then um, I bought. I don't. I'm not gonna do this justice. Mermantu, Mermantu, Mermantau. Romantu is no. It's no. It's not. So um, no. So <laughs> this is a very. It's a foreign film. It's the very <laughs> first film of the that this the guy made from the raid. His name is I. Okay. Iko Owias. 
It's his very first ever film. So I thought, that's cool. Bought that. I haven't watched it yet, but I did buy it. How do you pass up Blu-rays for a dollar? Yeah, you as can't. long as they look decent. I mean, it's, it's, it's hard, hard to. Um, I also bought the Lego Batman movie. Cool. The dollar. So. Um, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. I yeah. Like yeah. It. Um, then I bought... Oh, no. You gave me Cats. I think we talked about that already. Um, no, we did not talk about that. You didn't talk, okay, so... <laughs> he, did you Christ- say Cats? For Christmas... Yeah. Oh. Our thing is we kind of always get a pretty good movie. At least a good movie, and then we kind of get to a crappy movie. So you got me Cats. I got him. That was the good one, dude. I just walked into Walmart and saw it, and it was like twelve ninety six still. And yeah, I freaking paid. That was that was the good one, right? (laughs) Yeah. Um, I bought. Oh, and then he he gave me White Christmas, a good movie, Uh um, for Christmas. So, uh, I bought Santa Claus one through three collection. Three's not very good. Sure, I like the other two. Um, it was like ten bucks, fifteen bucks every time. Um. Get me every time. With I that. bought a 4K um, steelbook of John Carpenter's Halloween. Great movie. One of my favorites. Got to do it. Bought the 4K Tenant steelbook. I already said that, but I want to reiterate. I love it. Um, gotcha. Bought Godzilla, King of Monsters. Godzilla. Um, the King Kong. Oh, no, he's not King yet. Godzilla versus Kong are coming out, and so I want to watch Godzilla, Kong Island, and God, and then Godzilla, King of Monsters. I've seen them all, of but course. it's time to watch them. It's coming out soon. Um, and then I bought. Got a little list here. Um, I bought Expendables one through three. Uh, nice. it, came, it came in a pack. They're all pretty decent movies. They're yep. All right. Yeah. The second one's the worst. Surprisingly, out of the three, it happens sometimes. Anyways, um, I, I don't even remember. I can't differentiate them from each other. I bought Ninja Assassin. Nice. Kind of one of those guilty like pleasure of mine. It's yeah. very over the top, but I like it. They can hide can, in any shadow I ever. I think it's awesome. Um, and the and weapons are cool. Yeah, it's like know. a more ridiculous three hundred. It was two dollars. So I thought, why not? <laughs> why not? And then I bought the unrated version of Paul. I like that movie. That's a good yeah. movie. <laughs> Seth Rogen is an alien. Give That's it to me funny. every day. It's not, yeah, it's not terrible. It was also two dollars. Okay, so now we're getting to my four K. So me and Emma, my wife, has gotten into. We watched all of the Harry Potters and we watched we watched Lord of the Rings with you, and now we're yeah, in the MCU, did. all twenty three movies, right? But I was like, you know what? I need to watch in four K MCU movies. So, um, I bought, which I already had these movies. <laughs> so, um, I bought Endgame four K. And I bought an Infinity War Steelbook 4K. Okay, of course. Got them together for like twenty five bucks. Like what a deal. Not bad. Okay, so I got that. Um, and then I, the last one I'm going to talk about is the A24 Collector's Edition that. 4K version of Midsummer. Yeah. Um, this mm. thing is legit. The director's cut. Right? It's the director's cut. Yep. It's thirty minutes longer. It adds a little bit more to each character. It's insane. Whenever I've they, seen it. it's a really cool. It's a really cool package. He has it too. Whenever they. Um, Whenever I guess whenever people <laughs> die in it, there's more to it. It's what Ari Aster wanted it to be, but they cut it back 30 minutes because as he was kind of told to, and because they were afraid of an NC-17. I mean, it's not rated that, but they were afraid it could be. Yeah. Um. So he made I a director's cut. I'm, I do too. It's already pretty R as it the is. The theatrical <laughs> cut's already pretty grotesque. Uh, but I think that that'll do it for me. I have quite a few, but um. Yeah, I bought Watchmen again. I might say that, but I bought the Collectors of Watchmen again. Wait, and I'm gonna buy it. Your uh, 18th copy. I'm 20th, actually, 20th. I'm actually in search of another one. I'm, I'm gonna buy the 4K version. Five minutes. I don't care. <laughs> I lost count on how many copies of Watchmen. If I buy the 4K version, my sixth copy that I own. <laughs> Five minutes. Okay, I like the movie. Okay, who wants to go next? I want to go next. Okay, you? okay, <laughs> go ahead. I think Matt's going next. I'm yeah. excited. I'm excited to talk to you about some of the weird crap I have here. Okay, are you guys ready? Can't wait. I want to. I want to hear your enthusiasm. Okay. So as you know, Woo! it was Christmas a couple months back. So we have a few. I have a few holiday movies here. Uh, my boy over there gifted me Jingle All the Way. 
not the best. Schwarzenegger. I know you like but it, I though. like it. <laughs> it's like Terminator. It's a guilty pleasure. I like it's it. It's like Terminator. <laughs> it's just like Terminator, honestly. I <laughs> uh, got Jingle All the Way. Got the Home Alone 1 and 2 double pack. Passed out their garbage. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because, I mean, those are the only two that matter. Yeah. True. Um, my wife bought me a Charlie Brown Christmas on Blu-ray. Never seen it. Neither. What? I don't like Charlie Brown. What? You can find me on that, too. You don't like Charlie Brown? I don't. Let's keep going. <laughs> not not a big fan. I mean, they that's, beat that, that's it probably death, why, that's probably I never watched it because he's. They, I've never seen it you just guys because. Suck. <laughs> you I suck. mean, I like the holiday ones, but they they have a lot of. The, I mean, they they beat the dead horse on yeah. the Charlie Brown. Anyway, took me by surprise. Anyway, I got a Charlie <laughs> Brown Christmas. I got the original 1966 Doctor Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Best one on Blu-ray. Um, Definitely. I was gifted, Yes, Virginia, There is a Santa Claus, or it's just called Yes, Virginia or something. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. I think I've it's seen got Neil one. Patrick Harris and a couple other decent. It, it's it's it, okay. It's a fine. It's, it's weird. Okay. It's kind of weird. It's good, though. Uh, now, hold your horses for some weird ones. Now, these were all gifts. I'm not going to pay for any of these, but um, <laughs> hold your hold your horses. You're welcome. Uh, I got Hasty Heart was a gift. It's an old Ronald Reagan movie. I've never, I don't think I've ever seen a movie with Ronald Reagan in it, so I might do that eventually. I don't know. Uh, I was gifted Power Kids. <laughs> Thank you, Jordan. Some weird, crazy, over-the-top action movie from Thailand about it says killer kids. it's like Die Hard, but with kids and no martial <laughs> arts. That's, that's the tagline. I mean, you gotta you gotta watch that. Um, I was also gifted my favorite NFL team is the New Orleans Saints. So I was gifted their Super Bowl Forty Four victory there on Blu-ray. All <laughs> right, can't complain with that. Um. I was also gifted The Piper. You're also welcome. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> We're going to watch that know. soon. It's a B-horror movie about a murderous it's piper. The, I'm pretty sure it's the Pied Piper, but he kills people. Yeah. I'm I pretty sure. exactly right. Yeah, he's got like a rat on his shoulder. I can't wait. <laughs> awesome. Where did you even find it at? Oh, Dollar Tree. <laughs> of course. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I went Dollar Tree and picked the worst one I could find. I was also gifted CBGB. It's a weird <laughs> documentary about I've a music festival. I know have you seen it. Is, it? Yeah. yeah, I've never seen it. What? Yeah. It's, not, it's okay? not horrible. Yeah. Okay, my brother gave it to me on yeah. Blu-ray, so I was like, okay. I had never. I if, you're in, if you're in the music, the music scene, it's it's, it's not bad. Uh, okay, now we're into some less weird ones, but I was also gifted The Treasure of the Sierra Madre. That's a classic mm-hmm. Humphrey Bogart flick. Yeah. Uh, Pillow Talk, Rock Hudson, Doris Day, one of my wife's favorite movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. Uh, I was gifted The Meg. I did not have it yet. Picked up I, The I Meg. I actually like that movie. I do too. I bought it for myself. It's not terrible. Yeah. Making, yeah. I mean, that's all you can say. My, my favorite scene in that movie is the dog <laughs> in the water. Yeah. <laughs> the the Meg That's my favorite. Uh, y'all know I picked up Tenet on Blu-ray. Okay, you yep. know why not? That's um, great. Recently picked up Argo. We've talked a lot about Argo. Mm-hmm. Ben, Aff- ben Affleck, great yep. movie. I uh, picked up the Lego movie. I like it quite a bit. Very um, unexpected. Uh, I picked up Bohemian Rhapsody. Not my favorite really? movie. Really? Um, I'm surprised. I don't really like that movie that much. It was three dollars. Um, oh, that's why I got you. Yeah, I buy any movie for three bucks. I yeah, got you. Okay. That's what I'm saying. It's either people. Where did you find that for three bucks at? Uh, the movie store. Oh, okay. Yeah. The anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Sorry, I just want to know. I just want to know how I found it because I want to buy it too. Three bucks. Um, yeah, it was three bucks, so I can't really complain. But yeah, people either love or hate Bohemian Rhapsody. It's okay. I don't hate it. I just don't think yeah, it's I'm right paid. in the middle. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. It's okay. It's it could have been very cookie cutter. It, yeah, yeah, for sure. Even though um, Ryan Malik's great in it, though. I also picked up for three bucks Molly's Game. Uh, it's Aaron Sorkin mm-hmm. flick from a couple of years ago it's with Jessica bad, Chastain. Maybe. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah it's I not like bad. it. I think Jessica um, Chastain's best thing is Ava. So <laughs> <laughs> don't talk about that movie. 
Um, but uh, yeah, Molly's Game is pretty good. And I picked up one of Jordan's favorite movies from the last couple of years. Hostile. Annabelle Comes Home. Yeah. Uh, I actually like that movie. I can see I, that. That's, that's not a dig. I like that movie. You do? I thought you hated it. No, I hate it. Okay, thank <laughs> Animal you. Animal Creation's good. Animal Comes it. Home blows. <laughs> I, I'm going to watch it eventually. I haven't seen it. Go ahead. Um, I'm not going to again. And then my prized possession that I saved for last, I spent a pretty penny on He this. sure did. But, <laughs> but it looked good. I got they the Best Buy exclusive Lord of the Rings trilogy 4K steelbook theatrical and extended editions. And how and much do you spend on that? I don't really want to talk about it. <laughs> and they look um, really good. They're awesome. They're so awesome. I love them with all my heart and soul, almost more than my kids. Okay. We I watched can, all I those last that. weekend on 4K, and they are crisp. They're great, dude. They're good. They're That's great. good. That's cool. Uh, I Pretty penny, but they're good. I guess I can start <laughs> off with some Christmas stuff. Uh, what I get? I got uh, uh, Christmas Vacation steelbook. Uh, Christmas Story Steelbook, uh, Elf Steelbook, and there's one other. You're already just knocking them down, <laughs> yeah. man. Oh, It's a Wonderful Life Steelbook. Yeah, no, that's okay. your favorite one, though. Okay, that's one of my favorite. If not know. your favorite. Yes. Uh, also got Exorcist Three. Yeah, explain that one. No, I've heard that's I like actually. It. I, I I've heard that's, that's actually. It's one good. of the, It's one of the better ones that they've ever made. It's. Okay. But it's. Uh, I've heard it's. I've, you wait, know, no, I've seen the extra story. Is that the one that has the creepy the, scene where like the nurse is walking down the hospital hallway and yep. that like it's got George C. Scott in it? Yes. Yep. Okay. You know, I was awesome this close movie. to buying all the extras and all the omens the other day. Yeah. Didn't do it though. You should. I will. Man, I, when I was in quarantine, I almost cracked into all the omen sequels, but I couldn't quite pull the trigger. Makes sense. Dean Bard, if you want to see, I've got it up there. Oh, I, obviously I bought it. I mean, obviously you got something. Honestly, right. I might <laughs> borrow from you because I want to watch it. Um, extras three. I've got uh, the Oceans trilogy. Oh, I got that too. Pick that up. Hey, I got that too. That's to be on mine too. I got oh, that yeah, too. Oh yeah, uh, I got Pray for Death, which is an '80s ninja revenge movie. Sure. Pretty cool. I mean, I bought. That's got that. That, that was uh, Arrow Video. Yeah. I, the title. Video. Uh, I got Batman Ninja. Can't beat that. That movie. What? Batman Ninja. That's what I thought you said. Yeah. Have you not heard it's, of it? It's like it's, it's kind of like anime, anime but it's. But it's Batman, and they go back into the. It's like Chinese. Go back I don't in know time. If I have heard of it or not? It's oh, pretty cool. It's fine. It's it's not not the best movie. No, it's not a good <laughs> but, movie. It just it, it looks I, good. But I like the animation in it. Yeah, it looks good. It's not a good movie. Um, I got the Roadhouse Collector's Edition. Ugh. Dude, I literally I love Roadhouse. I, I don't like it. I woke I up. I care what you say. Was it yesterday? I think it was last night. Yeah, last night I get home from work, turn on my TV, Roadhouse is on IFC, so I watch like 20 minutes of it. I, do I don't mind it. I don't care what say. I love Roadhouse. That's, yeah, that's it. It's good for you. Um, I got a double pack Alpha Dog and Assault on Precinct 13. Oh, here's one. Batman Ninja. Yep, there's okay. Batman Ninja. No. Okay. Sorry. Uh, let's see. It's got an eye ring in it, so I might watch it. You also got Wild Horses. I did. <laughs> that wasn't that good. <laughs> uh, I got the Karate Kid Steelbook. Ooh. Is this the same one I got? It yeah. has color count on it. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's a good one. I got <laughs> it's a good one. I, I got, don't have the again. You got the final countdown. I got... The final oh, see, I knew I, sh- I, knew I shouldn't have said it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I sh- yeah, you really right over that one. Yeah. Uh, I got Desperado Steelbook. Don't. Also got... <laughs> also got Carrie Steelbook. <laughs> and the Collector's Edition of Misery. Cool. Oh, I don't know. Yet. Oh, that's good. wait. Can, is it like here in this room? Can I look at it? It is in this room. It's so freaking weird. It's in his horror section, which is right over there. Um, I got a triple feature of Delta Force, Missing in Action, Missing in Action Two. 
Wait, two of those? Chuck Norris. Yep, absolutely. I haven't seen that. I was one. unaware of that. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> I got Max Fleischer's Superman Collector Edition, oh. which is the original uh, cartoon series. The from, like, from like the 40s. <laughs> <laughs> it's under M there. Midsummer, yeah. like right beside it. Keep going. <laughs> I got The Last House on the Left, which mm-hmm. is the original Wes Craven. Oh, so not the new one. Yep. Okay. Uh, I got Wind River. I got Argo, the extended edition. It's cool. Yeah. Which is freaking awesome. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I'm, I'm, I'm jealous not rich, of that. I didn't pick that up. I'm jealous of that. And then I got, let's see. Hey, you picked up one you're forgetting because I picked it up too. Which one? I can't remember the name of it. It's that Tom Holland, um, Chris Hemsworth movie. What's that movie? That's right. In the heart of the sea. I'm not done yet. Oh, yeah, no, no, yeah. Yeah, these are here. <laughs> He's not done yet. <laughs> yeah, you know, I got he, the he bene- wins every time. I'm telling bene- you. The benefactor. I got the Sweeney. What the heck is the Sweeney? I don't know. Okay. It was Dollar General. Uh, that's I mean, what I was Dollar, Dollar Tree. I didn't know if you th- liked or something. Uh, fist fight. Yeah. Uh, oh, the house. I'm I'm jealous. The next one. They don't have it oh, anymore at a Walmart. Love and Monsters. Yeah, 4K. That's really good in 4K. Yeah. Crisp. Uh, there's a Superman Fleischman. Oh, okay. Wait, let me see that. Oh, that's what you meant. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's the original serial. That stuff's cool. That is cool, Can't yeah. Can't stand this movie. Uh, and Arachnophobia. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> I got Not a Stephen King four-pack, which has It, Cat's Eye, The Shining, and Salem's Lot. I got In the Heart of the Sea. There it is. Also about that. It's on my list, too. Terminatorize the Machines. I think that's the only Terminator movie I own. I'm trying to get them all, so I had to buy it, okay? I'm, b- I'm about to buy the T1680 collection. That's what it's called or something like that. Really? Um, it's all six movies. I mean, why not? It's like 25 bucks. Really? Of course. Oh, I yeah. almost bought Genesis the other day, but I ended up buying Bohemian Rhapsody instead. Uncommon Valor, which I talked about tonight. Yeah. Uh, the Sherlock Holmes double feature with uh, Robert Downey Jr. I like that. Nice. I, w- I, I went to go find that. They didn't have it. I give it a year. What is that? What is that? It's a comedy. It's like a romantic type of comedy. You have no clue then, do you? Yeah. Okay. I've seen the commercial for it. I uh, got The Hunt. I still need to got get that. Got Rose Byrne and Anna Ferris. The it? Gentleman. You want to see a good movie? Watch The Gentleman. Watch Is The that. Gentleman pretty good? It's awesome. Uh, the Warlords. I have that too, actually. And then <laughs> <laughs> That's from a long time ago. I didn't buy that recently. And then I bought John Carter, Reign of Fire. Ooh. Ooh, I love Reign of Fire. We've, I've talked to you about that before. Of course, Tenet. Yeah, you did. It's good. Uh, we all got Tenet. <laughs> I got White Christmas, Holiday Inn. Nightmare, Thought you were gonna win. Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> How about Popeye? <laughs> Robin Robin Williams? Williams. Yep. And oh uh, my gosh, uh, olive oil. Uh, <laughs> uh, gosh, what's olive oil? Um, Shelly Duvall. Shelly Duvall. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Shining. She plays the same character. Uh, she does, man. Bless her heart. She's so ugly. <laughs> That's I'm sorry, her. dude. I do not think she's. Catch me if you can. Apollo 13. Oh my gosh. Uh, Christopher Robin. Oh my gosh. That's well. that's one movie. Yeah. <laughs> and Apollo of course I got the Christopher Robin. I got the Midsummer Catch me Apollo Christopher. Midsummer director's cut also. On Blu-ray. I think it's sexy. Which is freaking awesome. It's great, yeah. Uh I'll leave it at that because I don't remember what else I bought. So <laughs> Yeah. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I'll leave it at the six hundred I just handed <laughs> yeah. off. Because I don't remember everything I bought, so we'll just go with that. Okay, well, as you know, we play we play this game of what's in the box. Once every month and a half or so, and he wins every time. So um, if if there is no winning or losing, but the more movies you get, I feel like you win. I, I mean, feel that's like winning. Win, yeah. I mean, the more movies you can get in your collection is a winner to me. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Good We're job. We're not wealthy like he is. Yeah, so. Good job. Uh, okay, so that's gonna be the end. We did, like I said, we did. We have a really cool project coming up next Tuesday, and we we'll have another um, 
mini pod coming up too. So hope you guys enjoy all the content that we're trying to create post COVID. Yeah, we're trying to create <laughs> some us. content. I mean, like, yeah, for us, we're not still, post COVID. We're still COVID and out there, but uh, I mean, there's still COVID out we there. We are for still sure. COVIDing, but um, yeah, uh, yeah, this is fun, dude. Now that we're now that we're back healthy and back at it, we are we are gonna be. What do I always say? We're gonna be back on the grind, putting out the work. Yeah. Uh, it, <laughs> If everybody wants to know why I randomly said don't after he said desperado, because every time that freaking <laughs> word is said, all yeah. he does is rap Wild Wild West. I didn't want to hear it again, okay? Him and my, him and my wife both. Well, I so. thought he was going to break out into the Eagles. Oh, no, yeah, no, I no. thought about that too, honestly. But I know where you're going. <laughs> I thought about both of them, but yeah. Man, stinking Will Smith's rap at the end of Wild Wild West is life-changing. But, uh, yeah, we're always on the grind. We're always putting out new stuff. Not really. Well, we're fixing to be, though. Uh, but, yeah, we got a few cool projects coming up. But thank you for listening to this episode. We talked about a ton of movies. We covered a ton of ground, but it was fun. Um, if you want to reach out to us and let us know what you guys thought about this episode, there's places you can do that. We are on Facebook at Movie Matrix Podcast, or we are on Twitter at Movie Matrix Pod. Hit us up. Let us know what you guys thought. But till next time, signing off for Matt, Jordan, and David. We'll see you guys then. Peace.